Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode 122 of the Elevate Her podcast. Now, I know this topic can be a bit polarizing because people have different opinions about whether or not you need another qualification to get promoted into senior management, into senior leadership. And I know that I have made my stance very clear on this topic because I have seen both sides of the divide and you know, having the privilege of where I sit right now, where I'm in leadership committees, where, you know, constantly making decisions on people's promotions from, you know, all sorts of levels uh, up to manager level. I can tell whether the reason someone is not getting a promotion is because of a qualification or not. And most of the women who work with me or who find my content helpful, yourself included, are the type of women where I know that that's not the reason, that's not the thing that's holding you back, right? If qualifications were the answer to getting unstuck from manager level and into senior leadership, you'd have already become the CEO by now. And I know that if you're listening to this, you probably have a couple of qualifications under your belt. But what happens, right, as the ambitious black corporate women we are meaning very well and hoping that these qualifications will validate ourselves in the corporate spaces that we find ourselves in. We end up collecting so many qualifications, almost like ornaments for a jewelry box, right? And we just put them in there and they almost become like artifacts because we don't even talk about these qualifications once we have them. And we assume that people know right? I still remember when I qualified fully as as an actuary, I was so excited to finally get my new business cards because I was hoping that that would, you know, elevate my authority and credibility because now I had like three abbreviations after my name. But guess what? It didn't. It didn't. What people or how people you know, took me seriously was in the value that I was giving them and in the results that they were seeing from the insights that I was sharing with them and the results that my team was delivering for, you know, my corporate clients. And you may not be in a consulting role, but you have clients, you're selling something every single day in your career, whether you're in operations, marketing or sales. And so I want you to kind of have a mind shift on, this issue of qualifications because getting into the director or the VP or that senior management position that you truly, truly want does not have to be done by chasing after qualifications. In fact, chasing after qualifications is just going to get you on this burnout trap and getting you to feel resentment. And that's how I also see many women then coming back and saying, well, my organization is is a toxic work environment because I've done all these things. I work so hard. I have a good performance rating and yet I'm not getting the promotion. And that's because there are certain gaps or holes in your leadership skill set and in who you're being that don't give senior leaders the perception and assurance that you are leadership material. So I'm going to take you through three ways in which you can finally get that big leadership title next to your name without chasing after another fancy MBA or another qualification. Okay, are you ready for this? So number one is shifting people's perception 
of who you are, right? If you're currently known as the problem fixer, the person who goes above and beyond at work, the person who's got your boss's back, the person who is, you know, always there when is needed, that's great. And I'm not saying don't be that person, but if that's people, when someone says your name and that's the perception that people have of you, that doesn't give a perception that you're leadership material, right? People need to feel and experience you as a leader before they ever give you their vote of confidence that you're ready for the promotion. And remember, these type of promotions happen in caucuses, in talent committees, right? In my organization, we call them talent review committees, where the leaders across the organization will meet in a room, will calibrate everyone's performance rating um, where there are outliers. People will have to defend whether that outlier should be an outlier or not. And then we'll go on then to making decisions as to who gets promoted and who doesn't. Right. And it's much more detailed the higher up you go because there are fewer people to discuss. And so you have got to get that vote of confidence from a number of people, not just your boss. And doing that requires you to have a strong leadership brand behind you so that when people meet you in the corridors, when people see you presenting, when people see you speaking, they already immediately psychologically see you from the lens of the leader that you can be and not the manager that you've always been. The second way in which you're going to step into the director title and get that coveted promotion you've been working so hard towards is doubling down on the visibility of your work. And you've probably heard many people talk about this. You must make your work visible because work that is not visible doesn't get recognized and rewarded, right? And yeah, that's important. That's a certain aspect of visibility. But the type of visibility I'm talking about is the one where you have doubled down on your personal power and your visibility is being seen from the lens of your leadership and not the lens of you being able to deliver results, you being able to, you know, manage a team and do all the things that you've been doing to date as a manager. This is next level visibility that gets people saying, oh yeah, she, she's definitely a leader, right? And that gets you on stages where typically only people at certain levels or certain expertise would be seen, right? And it does require some, you know, level of intention. And thank God that we have things like the internet, we have social media where we can literally elevate our visibility in those spaces, especially as an introvert, you know, as we work on elevating our visibility in person, which is going to be huge in 2024, where, you know, things are opening or much open and you've probably even been asked or you're expected to now show up at work way more than you did in the last three years um, post-COVID. Okay, this is also important because I see a lot of work that we do as black women managers being stolen and I call it IP theft being stolen either by our colleagues and sometimes even our bosses and sometimes they don't do it they don't do it intentionally but then because the boss is 
reporting back or is presenting a report uh, of a project that you spearheaded, that you led, and you were really the catalyst of the results your team was able to accomplish. The impact of that project is being seen from the lens of the person who's communicating it. And then people don't even know your contribution towards it, right? And so it's so important to think about how am I going to make sure that I get the impact of the results that I'm creating, the impact of my team leadership being seen, felt, and recognized way more than just my immediate upline, right? Think two, three lines above you. How am I going to do that? All right. And the last and most important one, I would say, and I can guarantee that most of you are not thinking about this because we think about our career advancement very much from a logical perspective. All right. We think about it very much in terms of delivering, in terms of what's on the KPI sheet, you know, all these logical things. But your senior leadership promotion is way much more of a mindset energetic shift than it is a strategic gameplay. Yes, it is. I know that because elevating your inner identity is the one thing that can give you a huge quantum leap huge quantum leap in your career, right? And I, I saw this in my career as well, right? And I used to downplay when people would say, wow, Rebecca, the Rebecca that you are today is not the Rebecca that you were. What has happened? You've changed. I've seen a shift. I feel, you know, how you speak is different, right? And it's not that I went to a finishing school. I didn't even go to Toastmasters, right? And right now how I speak in, in different um, in meetings, even in, in the leadership stages that I found myself in, even in some of the international speaking, uh, you know, conference opportunities that I was able to, to, uh, to secure last year and to participate in, I realized that I'm a total, totally, you know, refined or, or the v- previous me is a shell of who I am now, Right. And that's because of this inner identity work. And it's not just repeating affirmations like I'm a confident black woman. I deserve the promotion. It's way deeper than that. It's really unlocking the coding in your mind that is keeping you playing small, that is keeping you feeling like you don't really belong, that keeps you from sharing an idea in a meeting. And then a few minutes later when white joe or someone else shares it you start to you know really feel resentful because you should have said it and you should have gotten the spotlight for it right and so it's all about taking back the personal power that you've given away unconsciously unlocking those hidden codes that have been holding you back and creating a new belief system by tapping into deep subconscious work to repeatedly embed this new belief system and make it become a part of who you are going forward. That's how you step into the director, the VP, the senior management role and promotion and position before you even get the promotion. Okay, it's such an important aspect of your career advancement that you are elevating that inner identity. And guess what? 
your inner identity is going to be projected in how others experience and perceive you. And that's why I always tell my clients that what you're known for is very much your responsibility. It has nothing to do with other people's perceptions. Yes, their perceptions are created from how you show up, right? The energy that you bring into the workplace, how you speak, how you talk, how you walk, how you present yourself, right? And all those things are a function of your inner identity. And this is the work I do with my clients that get them radical results, right? And I think I even want to do a separate, a whole separate um, podcast, just breaking down a client case study on a client who got a, a promotion into general GM level, which is, you know, senior leadership a few months after she was told that she wasn't strategic enough, right? This is the work that we did with her, but I want to come back and be more specific so that you can see what's possible for you. Okay, and this is also the method I teach in the collective, in the Elevate Collective. So the three ways that I've just talked you through that are going to finally get you that senior leadership promotion are the three pillars of what we teach and what we do. This is the work we do in the collective. And that's why it's a long term program, because unlocking those hidden subconscious beliefs that have been keeping you playing small is not something you're going to do overnight. Neither is it something that you can learn in a book and then hope that after a week of reading that book, you'll be a transformed person. And that's also why, you know, these leadership trainings that that organizations take their top top performers on don't always work. So, if you're interested in joining the Elevate Collective, we start on January 29th. We are almost half full and I'm so super grateful for the women who are already in. This is a program for women in middle management. If you're interested and you know that you're ready to unlock the next level of leadership, get that promotion and significantly increase your corporate income, DM me the word collective. And I cannot wait to see you on the inside. All right. I will see you in next week's show.